it going? Welcome back to the Boys to Men Adventure. This is Oscar. This is Francis. And this is Anderson. Today, our podcast is a little bit different. Um, we start actually mid-conversation, and it starts off with me trying to, really trying to establish this balance between the superstitious world and the logical side of our reality and it, it can be a little bit confusing but it's basically me trying to describe and explain uh, lost opportunities that I've had because I've switched from a superstitious type perspective to a more logical side and then we kind of spiral down into other stories and to be honest something pretty weird happens so stay tuned thank you guys but logical thinking and i've been kind of like really ruling a lot of stuff out and to be completely honest i think it's left me out of opportunities i think i what do you mean i put because before you being logic based yes put me out of a lot of opportunities that wasn't logically available to me if that makes any sense the way the way I explain it is that I don't know if you guys ever read the book The Alchemist. No, but, but I heard about it. You told me about it. Yeah. You told us it, to read it, it. Yes, in the book The Alchemist, the guy going on the journey is 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 told many times to listen to the universe. The universe will give you signs and what to do. Okay? Before I read that book, before I even read that part, I seen that i've seen the universe give me signs okay and this is during the time when i was really into that and it happened when i first started doing music uh-huh there was huge signs like unbelievable it was i remember specifically telling paolo that dude it literally it's like the the world is telling me to do this like what to do my pursue my music career like when I first came back into sophomore year mm-hmm. or um, yeah, sophomore year, it was crazy how many people I was meeting that was doing music. I met my boy fucking Mitchell that literally the first day like uh, like of the weekend that mm-hmm. we met and we ended up like chilling at the park all night. He showed me Pink Floyd, all this crazy ass shit like I wouldn't think of doing at all. And then the next day, like I meet, all, you know what I'm saying? And it yeah. was like the universe was That's pushing me. the universe me. telling you, dude. dude or and it's I think what or it's happened. you wanting, you know, like how they say you yeah. want when you law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the law of attraction stuff. Yes, yes, I do think that too. Wait, explain that. What is the law of attraction? It's like when the you law of attract. Like it's like you see. You're putting you, yeah. You you're putting out stuff. What you are, you're emanating this this ah. behavior and your like your energy and you're actually these minute details even down to your subconscious influences how you're affecting the world and the environment and in turn because of your uh, actions and your and your behavior you're in turn creating an environment that does uh affects you as well and giving you that thing so the law of attraction is like let's say you finally decide that you want to pursue music mm-hmm. so subconsciously even though consciously not thinking about doing certain things that will bring you to this path your subconscious will 
and you're talking about it more maybe and so it brings up more opportunities and you're you know what i'm saying that's uh, so it's that's like, like that's you don't know if those signs are by almost like chance or fate but it's it could be you just making those yeah, opportunities the logic come the through. logic based thought would say like if you really thought about it logically would say it's not the universe telling you it's uh-huh. the law of attraction yeah but I like mean, the, if you think to about dumb it, to dumb it down, down it's like if you're a happy person the odds of you you'll be more likely to meet up with happier people than people yeah. than if you're sad okay like that's like the yeah most it's like maybe you version. smiled you smiled at this person at this moment and so that created this more likelihood that this person would approach you okay and, okay got and, it got and, it got and, it and, and them approach you see what i'm saying and mm-hmm. but if you think about it that law of attraction really is kind of like the universe you could see it's that's why i said in the how the environment and the topic of mm-hmm. the environment it's internal versus external locus control and i remember in high school like you i remember having to write like oh what do you what do you predominantly have and if i were to say now it's like i'm kind of like 50 50 wait really. internal or locus control Internal or external locus of control. Locus of control is the degree of which you believe you have control over your life. If you have an Mm -hmm. internal locus of control, it means that you believe that your life is in your hands. If you have an external locus of control, you believe that the world Uh. just hands you your fate. And you, nothing that you really do, and this is on the extreme side. That's extreme side. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, So, like I said, I feel like there's... I talked about this with my mom and I told her that my mom, my mom finally believes that she's lucky. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's just really lucky and like about all like opportunities. A, like yes. But I told her, and this is because my mom kind of started slacking off on her diet. And I was really just giving her encouragement. I was like, mom, you're the most powerful, most strongest woman I know, you know, like person. I said, think about you know, you left the family. You're the only one out here. And I know it's tough. And I know and I get it now because whenever I complain about being alone, I know that you feel it too. And I told her that you are so strong because whatever you set your mind to, you can accomplish. Really. And I think about it, like my mom has raised up the ranks of, you know, like the dealing hierarchy. Mm-hmm. She's dealing at like Cosmo now, which is one well, of the top good. casinos. Yeah. And wait, you know that though, right? I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She's like, she used to, she started off at like Palace Station and like Harrah's and shit. And then I remember she, she kept going up and she ended up working at the Venetian. And then my mom told me, like, she told me the story, like she, the Cosmos started opening up and she was like, you know what? Like she, and the Venetian at the time was like top, like really good. And then people were like, she was telling me like people were questioning like why are you why are you trying to leave for the job like you know because you can't really work both and oh no it was win it was win not cosmo sorry mm-hmm. win's nice she was like, well, yeah win is yeah. nice and at the time it was like being it was like new it was like just about to become finished and she you know she was working at venetian everyone was like why do you want to leave venetian you know it's a great job blah, blah blah and she was like look i just she took the chance and she put her mind to it and she didn't even think that she was going to get the job but she just Put her mind, and again, like she thinks it's luck. I think it's because she made herself available for the opportunities, which some people believe that is what luck is, right? But back to the concept of the universe telling signs, I think it, in some levels, that it is the same thing. It is the same thing, but at the same time, it's not because I really do feel like, <laughs> dude, when I came into, you know, maybe it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, but it just I think really it's both. Felt like, 
Yeah, I just <laughs> felt like the universe was literally t- pushing me this way. To do music. To do music as a thing, at least part of the focus. But I mean, like my whole life I've been doing, like everything is coming together, right? Nari Vicio, my music, everything has uh-huh. been this way. Everything has been in fruition, at least coming into fruition since high school. And since the day, I can mark the day, and I told my mom this, the day that I brought home a straight A report card, and I was ranked five, and the whole class, in ATEC, and my yes, mom didn't say good job. Yeah, freshman year, dude, I was ranked five. I was, remember, I was the best that I could possibly do. Like, and the only way you could get past rank five was if you had uh, extra credit, like the geometry class, or the, uh, the algebra class from, you know what I'm saying, the geometry class from High Park. That's why people got the extra credit. Mm-hmm. So I was literally the best I could do. And I remember my mom specifically saying, you could do better. The first thing that walked into the door, Uncle John was with me too. And the first thing my mom said is, you could do better. And I remember that moment, at that moment, I literally wanted to become a particle physicist. I don't know if you guys ever knew that. I wanted to become a particle <laughs> physicist. Okay. And it was, I literally fucking, at that moment, I dropped it, dude. And then I, that's memory sophomore year when I was but like, you dropped like AP it. World History. You wanting to be? Yeah, I dropped wanting to become a particle physicist and I dropped wanting to really give up. The only reason why I got straight A's, and it wasn't even that hard, to be honest. No, it's It wasn't that hard, that especially hard. freshman year. And yeah, so in lazy. class, anyways. That's so lazy. It's, yeah, it's just like <laughs> laziness. And my mom wanted me to do it because she knew that I was lazy and, you know, but I did it for my mom. High school's but all at that laziness, moment, bro. I mean, laziness trinkles in on all aspects of life. Yes. Anyways, but what I was saying is that 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 moment I can mark it, and ever since then it's been like building up. But then again, this universe and you're talking about this fucking profit shit, bro. It really makes me question what the fuck is going on. Like there's so much shit that I feel like it's just this external shit that's going on. I don't know, man. This and what the what's so shocking to me is the the accuracy of her of her prediction yeah right oscar like that's unbelievable mm-hmm. man that's unbelievable yeah no it's crazy but okay at the same time my cousin did say um that a lot of the shit she said was like like what the fuck <laughs> um what do you mean what the fuck what does that mean so for example all right going back so my cousin went to Fuck, we, sh- we should have recorded a podcast on this <laughs> it's recording my cousin, so my cousin went to... Already two steps ahead of you, Anders. You're a fucking beast. So my cousin <laughs> went to a prophet, and, and the prophet told him a few things. So he kind of went on whim. He just went with his coworker. And they just kind of wanted to see it. Actually, his coworker went in the first place because she heard of this woman from one of her really good friends. I think it was her sister, actually, or something, that went to this uh, fortune teller who's really, really good. And she went in the first place to ask if she's going to have a baby because she's been trying to have babies for a few years now, but mm-hmm. she couldn't. And mm-hmm. so my co- he asked my cousin if she wanted to go too. And he was like, dude, why not? Like, I don't believe okay, in this shit. Not? He literally doesn't believe in this shit. He was like expected someone to have some fucking candles and like, <laughs> you know, like all that shit, like shaman mm-hmm. stuff around her house. <laughs> we went to her house and it was like a totally normal person. It wasn't none of that freaking insidious kind of shit. That's Just crazy. goes in and talks to her. And um, so, actually, let me tell you the whole story. Uh, the first thing is, let's talk about the woman first. So, the one, his, her, my cousin's friend who went to actually go see the woman asked her, the main thing was, when am I going to have a baby, if I am going to ever have a baby? 
And the fortune teller says, you will have a baby. You will have three kids. The first kid is going to be a girl, and she's going to come in three to six months. The second kid is going to come two years later, and it's going to be a boy. Your third kid is going to be a miscarriage. And you know what? Sure enough, three months later, she's pregnant. With a girl? Actually, I think it was around four months later. Okay, so we don't know yet. Oh. And then, so let me tell you. (laughs) We'll go back to that. (laughs) So with my cousin, um, I don't really know what happened to girl other than that, but for my cousin, uh, he kind of went to ask her, and um, his mom passed away not too long ago. So the first thing he asked was like, okay, well, how's my mom doing? And this is where it gets a little bit sketchy, but the fortune teller says, okay, is she dead or is she alive? And then he says, she's dead. And she says, okay, give me a moment. And then she says, your mom is doing good. She's standing next to someone, a tall male, and it's a little bit chubby. And then instantly my cousin says, okay, that's that's our um, gung gung. That's his, that's his grandpa. Mm-hmm. And it describes him perfectly because he's a little fuck. bit taller than her. And she's, pretty, she's a little tall, and he's a little bit fatter. Okay? And then the next thing she says is, your mom says you should treat your girlfriend better. And you should talk to your brother more. He never mentioned that he has a girlfriend or he has a brother. And both things are true. His brother is in jail. And so he and his mom, that's like one of her mom's big regrets. And she always wanted, he, she, she always wants him to spend more time with him because he's in jail and he has like a daughter and stuff. And her, his sis, his girlfriend, my cousin's like, like, a funny like kind of like a dick but it's funny like, he doesn't he's not actually a dick but it's just funny because he is kind of a dick <laughs> but yeah i like to treat her better and that's pretty crazy right wow. that's in, that's fuck. and then afterwards um the prophet says a few things to my cousin okay the first thing he she says is that at age 37 you will have a near-death experience <laughs> no but way. you will walk away and then that my cousin so my cousin's terrible. like what the fuck he's like dude what the fuck he's like okay uh he's like uh okay like can you tell me like what's what what's gonna happen and she's like or he was like is it going to be like uh like an accident or like what do you mean and she's like it's going to be medical related and you can't stop it she says there's some things in faith that you can stop but this one you can't Hmm. and so he's like okay and then he's like, when's it going to happen? She says, 37. Um, the second thing she's, he, uh, she says to him is, someone in your family is also going to have a near-death experience very soon. Make sure you call them and check up on them. And so immediately my cousin thinks that it's my uncle who lives in San Francisco um, because he kind of smokes a lot and he has a bad diet. And so he was actually planning to call him. But then I met up with my cousin the other day, and this is when I learned about all this stuff. And I told him about my dad, who recently kind of had a near-death experience. He had like a mini heart attack, and he was just going under diabetic ketoacidosis and some other health issues. Mm -hmm. And then when I told him, he's like, holy fuck, the prophet was fucking like, maybe that's who the prophet was talking about. Maybe it wasn't my uncle in San Francisco, but it was my dad. And um, yeah, it was fucking crazy. But then afterwards, she goes on to say some really other crazy shit along the way. She says, like, you know, you will be very successful and you will have a lot of money in a nice house. 
And then in, mm-hmm. and my cousin's like, hmm, that doesn't really sound like me because my cousin's not super ambitious guy. He just like chills. He likes to have his own time and his mm-hmm. own freedom. And he doesn't do things to make himself like particularly rich or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, uh, okay. And she also says things like, oh, you will know a celebrity in the future. And then, you know, just some random outlandish things like this. And that makes him happen? question it. But at the same time, there are some things that are crazy accurate. <laughs> and so my cousin says, if <laughs> cousin says, okay, if his coworker's baby is gonna be a girl, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if it's a girl, that that just fucking confirms yeah, it. Yeah, it's so that crazy. Com- yeah. Holy but, that um, is honestly actually, insane. Dude, let me tell you, and, and I'm not even someone that is super I actually am very logical. I don't believe in supernatural things. I don't believe in ghosts and all that <laughs> stuff. But lately it's been having me questioning it. And one of my friends who comes from a family, so she says that her family back in the Philippines are shamans. Dude, and her story so, is crazy. And bro. it's actually crazy because I 100% believe her. She would not right, lie to keep me. Keep going. Keep going. And Who is this person? Do I know her? Yeah, I don't want to say her name. Okay. But tell me, yeah, tell, me, tell me afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so her family, she comes from a family of shamans. Uh, in the Philippines, witches, and she actually sees a lot of spiritual things uh, in her lifetime, and even her ex-boyfriend, when she go to went to his house for the first time, she's like, she she had instantly freezes in her in her body, and she's like, she's like, oh, like something's off here, like did someone die here? And she's and then his her ex-boyfriend was like, yeah, actually, how did you know that? My my little sister passed away when I was young. Okay, and it's fucking crazy. Holy so I believe her. She's telling the truth. Like, these are real yeah. stories. But recently, yeah. they went to Hawaii uh, with her boyfriend right now. And before she actually left to Hawaii, she talked to her aunt back in the Bay Area. And her aunt is one of those, is, is, is definitely a shaman. At least that's what they did back in the Philippines. And she told her. Um, that night, actually, my friend, she in her dreams, she saw her, her uncle's and her grandparents who are dead now in her dreams. And then in the dream, it was nothing like crazy or anything. It was just like them talking to her and um, she says it was really vivid and they were just saying like, oh, they're okay and like everything's really good. And so the next morning she talks to her grandma, her grandparent, who's the shaman. And she's like, okay, that's good. They came to visit you. And she's like, did they tell you something's going to happen for you in the future very soon? And wait, she's wait, like, you? To, to my friend. The grandma is telling my friend, like, something's going to happen to you very soon in the future. Like, watch out for it. And my friend, she hates when her grandma always tells her shit because she's a shaman. Like, she knows, knows it's going to be She knows real. it's going to happen. So she doesn't like to hear her fate. So she <laughs> hates when her grandparents tell her things. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dude, I don't want to hear that. Like, please don't tell me that. So fast forward, they go to Hawaii. And then this, this night, Okay, or in the morning, I think she how wakes. Long, up. How long was the duration? Sorry, in between. Um, I'm not sure. Definitely like more than a month, but not okay. not it super long. Like a significant. Yeah, not super long, okay. like a month. Okay. okay. But they, she goes to vacation in Hawaii, and then this morning, one morning, she wakes up, and in her chest, she has a like panic attack. Like she's never, she said she never felt this in her life, but in her chest, there's like this fucking panic attack. Um. And it's like, it's it's a huge weight on her chest and she's never had this before and it's kind of like feels so bad and she like needs to like lay down like it's so heavy. And then uh, later in the day they go driving and they're just driving on the freeway and then she falls asleep and in her f- sleep she, she sees a car crash, okay? 
So she she went driving. She went into a car, like a car ride. Mm -hmm. She fell asleep and Mm -hmm. she saw a car crash. Yes, in her dream. Okay. Okay. So in her dream, she sees a car crash, and this is the same day that she felt those like crazy chest pains. And then when she wakes up, she has those chest pains again. And next thing you know, like literally a few minutes later, they get in a car accident. No fuck. Yeah, right. That's just fucking crazy, dude. I just got chills again. Oh, Paranormal shit, man. Dude, like, how do you explain that? That is wait, so wait, wait, crazy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Yo, what What kind of car crash? It was bad? actually so bad. Was so it what happened really was, bad? Um, I think they were okay. I th- everyone was okay, thankfully. But what happened was there was a, a someone driving. Oh, yeah. They had a little say. daughter. She had his nine or seven-year-old daughter. in, Or it was a guy. He had a nine or seven-year-old daughter in the, in the passenger seat. Oh and then my god! No seatbelt, okay? I think. No. And he has a it's seizure. Like an old car, huh? I'm not sure, but he has a seizure while driving, and then like, oh my! He fucking swerves off the road and hits them. And what's even crazier is his wife, for some random reason, was behind him, like on the freeway. And when it happened, and they all pull over, her wife noticed that's his her husband, and so she's like, she was like on her way to work or something, and then pulls over and is like, what the hell just happened? Like that's my husband. And then, like, he just had a seizure. And somehow all of these incredibly low probability circumstances all came together in that one action, in that Whoa. one event. So what, happened, so what happened? What happened to the daughter? What happened to um, the husband? I think everyone was okay, thankfully. I don't think anyone got hurt. I'm not sure, actually, if the daughter had a seatbelt on or not. I want to say she didn't, from what I remember. But I'll double check on that. Um, but, yeah. And thankfully everyone's okay. But that just happened. And she was like freaked out that's crazy yeah. the crazy thing too is that i remember she was saying that she can like master right like is, i remember her saying that like her family was telling her that she could if she like dives into it she could mm-hmm. get more in tune with it if she wants to yes but she does not want to and her mom hates it because her mom knows that her family because it's not from her mom's side of the family but the dad's side of the family and she knows it's real um and so she hates when she talks about it, and she hates when she brings into the household because she thinks it like curses them. Yeah. That's fucking. You, insane. Know, you don't. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck, dude. That honestly, that that story just gave me so much fucking chills dude it's it's pretty crazy dude i'm not That's someone and you guys know me dude. i don't believe <laughs> yeah, in that shit at all but in these last like six months dude i'm really really i know i'm really questioning <laughs> dude I, I i think it's good to question it man i really think it's good and for me you know to be honest my mom i remember i talked about it with my mom i always try to talk about this stuff with my mom because it's really interesting mm-hmm. right and I remember, t- t- I remember telling my mom. Sometimes I feel like there's certain things that happen or something. And I remember my mom straight up told me, she's like, "No, I'm sorry, son. You, you don't. It's not. You don't got it." Yeah, she told me straight up. Like she told me straight up. She's like, "No, son, you don't got it." No, that's good, man. That's yeah. Good. I don't know if it necessarily sucks. I just. It helps me at least clarify certain That's things. Hilarious. Um, yeah, but the, what makes me remember? I, I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure I told you guys how my mom she used to see, you know, the deceased yeah. walk around all the time, and then she had that really fucking crazy experience with her sister, 
her older sister passed away and killed her kids. And, um, yeah, and my family didn't let my mom go to the funeral. And then... Well, um, can you talk a little bit more about that, actually? Yeah, so... So, actually, my whole life... My whole life, I never... I kind of remember Yeah, I remember. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but I I remember the end story, but I forgot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically, my, um, my family's all from... Or half my family. My mom's side of the family is from Indonesia. And my dad's side of the family is from Hong Kong. And both my parents are actually the only people in the family to have ventured out. And um, my dad went on like some, you know, his own little journey and ended up in Las Vegas. And my mom, who was aged like 28 at the time, 27... She also was going through the journey and they met up in Las Vegas and yeah, and then they had me. So my whole, for a large part of my life, I didn't really, I wasn't really close in either sides of my family, but, and so, and that because of this disconnect, I didn't really know a lot about the family history either. And also the language barriers help, you know, facilitate that disconnect. But there was one day, um, when I was actually in Indonesia, I believe, I was, I, I've only visited about four times in my life. And one of the times I went, I was, I went alone at 16 and I went to Indonesia and I remember talking to my family and I didn't know, I didn't know the whole family line. So my family, my mom's side of the family, my mom had five other siblings, right, that I knew of. One was her younger sister, and then she had three other brothers. So actually four, four other siblings that I knew of. And I didn't know that actually there were six siblings. And I had another aunt. So it was actually three boys and three girls. And so it was four? Well, they didn't say it was four. That's just no one ever really talked to me mm-hmm. about my other aunt. Okay. No mm-hmm. one really told me. Mm-hmm. And actually, so what happened was the, the my other aunt, she was actually the second oldest sibling. And um, your mom she the oldest? No, my mom's like the second youngest. Okay. And so what happened was I I used to think that was really weird because all my cousins on my mom's side were all guys. <laughs> we're all dudes, straight up. Mm-hmm. And the only person who didn't have kids in, in that family was um, my oldest uncle. And we called him Papi Kukyu. And Papi Kukyu didn't, didn't have any kids, but he had a wife, right? And he was, my family in Indonesia was pretty badass. Like my uncles were honestly, they were like gangsters. And um, when they were younger, they used to like really fuck around and they had like their own little gang. And um, my my oldest uncle, he's honestly, he's a really big influencer in the Indonesian Jakarta, Jakarta community. And he actually, he was like always, since he was the oldest, he helped like carry the family. He was the first one to start his own business. And he would be the guy that like would walk around and go to the streets and talk to other 
you know, people to, you know, fuck off or do some shit. And they used to, my uncles used to tell me stories where they would go and like, go in these crazy ass fights and shit. It's pretty funny. But no one ever told me about my other aunt. And it wasn't until um, one day I, I was going to get my wisdom teeth pulled that my mom had told me this story of her. Now, it was really weird and it was a really random moment, to be honest. And it was on the way to the dentist appointment that she told me this story. And the story entailed basically, she told me when she was younger, she actually used to see deceased people all the time. And it's kind of, it kind of reminded me of the movie, uh, The Fifth Sense, the one with um, Bruce Willis. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. Nope. No. But it's about this little kid who can see dead people. And Bruce Willis, he's like this guy. I faintly remember it. And he goes and tries to help out this kid or whatever. And it's really crazy. Okay. And um, basically, my mom was telling me that she used to see these spirits all the time. And it wasn't that necessarily they were like evil or anything. It didn't really scare her because she would just basically just like go on and do her own thing. She's like, okay, like I'm not. She would always tell me she would just say, like, I'm not here to bother you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Until there was one moment in her life that changed, like, everything. And it pertained to my aunt. Now, like I said before, I said that my all my cousins, I thought, were just guys, right? But what I didn't realize was that my older aunt actually had two daughters. And... What happened was one day, no one, no one knew why, no one knew what the fuck happened. But out of the blue, my aunt killed herself and killed her two daughters, my two cousins. And was there a um, husband involved too, or no? The husband was at work. He came home and he saw his wife and his two kids just Holy fuck. fuck dude that's in, that's fucking intense yeah and actually my mom was telling me as she was telling the story he almost killed himself there too but he, luckily his friend was with him and stopped him and God. so now i had no fucking clue at all this shit happened i didn't even know i had another fucking aunt right and anyways Goes on, my mom my mom and the family obviously fucking repents and, like, whole, like, they're just, you know, devastated. And they have a funeral. But the crazy thing is, my whole family kind of knew that there's, my mom has some level of intuition and this, this sense, right? Um, at least, especially my grandma. My grandma really knew. And so, they didn't let my mom, at least I think my, they didn't let them or my grandma didn't let my mom attend the funeral. Because they just thought that it would be better that she doesn't go to, like, this grave site and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she doesn't go. They attend the funeral and they come home. And that night, my mom is sleeping next to my grandma. And my mom told me she woke up in the middle of the night. And at the foot of her bed, she saw her sister. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Hell, the fuck. She Wait, saw is this, were her they young? Sister. Was she like young? My mom was pretty young at the time. 
She was pretty young. This is while she was in um, Indonesia. She, I think she's like in her teens. Yeah, this is my mom didn't leave Indonesia until like twenty six or Um, so she she saw her sister at the foot of the bed, and she said she. My mom told me she described everything. She, she's wearing like this long black like white gown, and her hair was all down, and she said that my mom was so frozen in fear so frozen in fear she couldn't move and she tried so hard to try and tap like her, her mom mm-hmm. my grandma to wake her up and let her know but she couldn't move she was frozen in fear first instinct that comes to my mind when she tells me is like what if it's just sleep um, paralysis right sleep paralysis right but there's several things that make me think otherwise so here's her sister call out to her and says, like, oh, I miss you. Like, how are you? And and I miss you so much. Like, won't you come with me? Like, why don't you come with me? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my, oh my God. I'm hella God, that's terrifying. And my mom is just fucking frozen, frozen in fear. And... Now, I don't really remember too much as to, like, what happened. Maybe my mom just closed her eyes or something. She's just, like, praying or something like that. And um, the next day, my mom tells tells my grandma, and she tells her exactly what she was wearing, how she was dressed. And it was insane because what happened was my grandma says, that's insane because what you described is exactly what she was wearing at the funeral. Yeah. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> Fuck and, that. Yeah. And so Holy my, shit. that after that incident, my grandma goes to go get a shaman. Okay. They go find a shaman and they basically do this ceremony, this like ritual for my mom. They bring my mom to a crossroads. And I don't know where the crossroads is. My mom just says, bring her to a crossroads. They had a bowl. They're in the middle of the crossroads. And they have this bowl filled with like chicken bones and some other oh shit. Oh my god! And the basically the shaman does his ritual, and makes it so my mom can't see the deceased anymore. Now, fast forward a little bit, right? And I'm 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 in the present day. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Holy is going shit. on? And you know what? When I tell people this story, and I tell them that. You know, I was on on the way to the dentist appointment to get my wisdom teeth pulled. They're like, "Are you sure this wasn't after the you know the wisdom teeth?" I was like, no, 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 no. I fucking know for damn sure it was before. On Did the you way ask to your the mom again. Thing. Have you ever revisited the story? I actually haven't. No, I think I, I should though. That's fucking intense. I should. Intense, but, anyways. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough, and I know my mom doesn't necessarily like talking. Yeah, about definitely. My, her, her sister so much um but yeah i should i should revisit it i'm scared that we're, we're fast forward bringing some bad juju. me too me too i'm terrified we're bringing <laughs> some bad fucking juju onto us man no we'll, we'll be okay we're positive minds shed some light right no, we're doesn't warriors of light <laughs> but anyways look i'm actually spooked. I'm, my mom, I'm terrified my mom, <laughs> i'm spooked my mom told me my mom has gotten a pretty bad accent actually so i don't know if you guys ever seen my mom's car it's a old 2001 mazda uh like it's a red big suv it's kind of like a tank honestly it's really big and bulky and heavy she got in a really bad accent one time my memory is a little bit you know hazy on this but i remember one time my mom called me and 
She got in a really bad accident. Her car was literally underneath a semi truck. Like, whoa, underneath. wait, this is recently? Uh, no, this is a couple years ago. This is probably like six, seven, maybe even eight years. No, like seven years, probably. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, somewhere around that time frame, between four to seven years. Okay. Uh-huh. Her car was literally underneath the semi truck. She she got in a really bad accident. She came out unscathed. And when now I knew about this, right? Didn't didn't really think much about it. Okay, like, whoa, that's crazy. And I remember we had, like, a friend mechanic help fix the car. My mom, as she's telling me uh, this story about her after the ritual, I start asking her questions. Like, like, do you, so you've met what? You've never seen deceased people again? You, you know, like, what is this connection? And my mom told me, even though she can't see it, see them or see, you know, whatever they are, she still feels them. And she told me about the specific accident. She told me that accident that when she was underneath the semi-truck, she felt something pull her. Mm-hmm. Something went to pull her. Like saved her and, out? Like saved her yeah. Away. Like pulled her in a way to not cause injury. Nope. Pulled and that's how she came out unscathed. Now. That's good, Muju. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know Bless how us much. More. <laughs> Please, okay. Dude. Yeah. Oh, Bless my us. God. I'm terrified. But you know, my mom is very, very, very superstitious because of this moment. And I can kind of see why. But when we went, so she came to visit me in Australia, right? And we did this coastal walk. And now we did the whole walk, which was actually really impressive. And I was really impressed with my mom and my stepdad. We did this whole coastal walk, which must have been like several miles long and, you know, hiking and stuff. One of the parts was I fucked up definitely because I was leading the walk and definitely what I thought was a pathway was definitely not the pathway. <laughs> Pretty typical. And, yeah, typical. And, and what happened was we had to walk through a graveyard. Oh, now we were no. on the edge. Okay, so we were on the edge of this graveyard and now it's kind of like How's your mom feeling? Starting to come. Dude, let me just explain something real quick. My mom was so uncomfortable being there. Now, I don't know if it was because she sensed something or it's because she just, the fact that she associates, you know, spirits and she doesn't, and she, and mm-hmm. I remember we were walking and my mom is just murmuring behind me, like, oh, like, oh, please, we're just passing through. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, oh my she just fucking mur- gosh. Thank you, you know, she's just murmuring, right? Now, that's no, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> If I heard that behind me, I'd I'd fucking, I'd run. (laughs) Dude, well, what happened was I told my mom, I heard it, and I know her, and I was like, mom, it's okay. Because for some reason, now this might be just because I'm some fucking dumbass, right? Like, I don't have any spiritual (laughs) connection. you just don't have the connection. But I, for some reason, I felt super, super at peace. Like, it was so serene to me. I don't know By why. By the graveyard? Was, yeah, because we were, we were, so the way I oh, described I the path, it was like the path, the, it's a coastal walk, okay? And this is a beautiful gravesite. It's overlooked, it's literally on these cliffs overlooking uh. the ocean, all right? And the pathway is like on the edge, and then the, we were literally walking at the edge of the graveyard, close to the pathway, but not necessarily you could cross, right? So we had to wait for a moment so that we could cross through, but... We were like kind of stepping by, you know, next to the gravesites and 
the gravestones and stuff. But I felt so at ease. What if for you being at ease is because like you're like, wow, this like see what you said, like the grave site is, is beautiful, you know? Yeah. Because you thought you it know, was a beautiful place and there's like a nice place to like be buried. Yeah. Well, and that mm-hmm. might have brought you peace, but yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm think I think that perception is largely in retrospect. Like I don't think I was thinking that in the moment, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Um, but I, for some reason, I just remember feeling really at ease, and that normally I'm really wary of gravesites. Like I wouldn't want to fuck around with them and go through them. But for some reason, that one was like I was okay. Like I was just going to the side, and I felt nice because it was my stepdad and my mom with me. I don't know. That's just me. In the inability to have that. Maybe maybe that's (laughs) your muggle. Your muggle. And so you know, my mom, my mom. But I think there's a level of consequence to being so superstitious because I think I think there's certain things that maybe my mom associates with the superstition that may not necessarily be the cause. Like she came back from Australia and apparently she really fucked up her back or something was wrong with her back and her neck. Okay. Really bad. And it's still to this day, still painful. My mom, when I came back from Australia, I found out my mom couldn't even move for like a couple of days. She had to cough work had to, and couldn't find out why. She goes to many doctors, goes to PTs, goes to chiropractic. She tried literally everything, everything. And she says she, she was so adamant that nothing was working. And I was just so confused. I was like, how is this possible? What What is going on? What? Now, they did shed some light. Like my stepdad was like, you know, we don't really know exactly what's going on. And But your mom did try to lift up this like sandbag. My mom's like a pretty tough woman. And she does like gardening in the backyard. And she didn't want to wait for my stepfather, Robert, to come in and lift the bag. So she just did it herself, mm-hmm. right? And apparently it's a really fucking heavy bag. It doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a good idea. And I don't think my mom had proper form in, in terms of lifting. Yeah. And I think she might have pulled something in the back. But what doesn't explain, what I don't get, is that she literally did an MRI as well. And they couldn't find anything. Now, maybe I'm... I'm not sure. Maybe the mag- MRI may not even be able to find the muscles or something. May not be able to see it. So maybe that was just a, a you know, uh, a fallacy, a fault in just using the wrong tool or equipment. But my mom, she, she I asked her like, "What do you think this happened?" And she tells me, she thinks she got it from the gravesite. Oh, no. yep, you're good. So, some bad, bad wooju on us. Yep, here it so, is. <laughs> some bad so, fucking wooju. Here's what I say to her I said, Mom, there's no way it came from the gravesite. Because you know why? I asked, I started asking her questions. I was like, When did you start feeling this? Because the thing is, when we were in Australia, you didn't, you didn't have this problem at all. You were fine. And she told me she came when she came back from Australia, about like a month later. Then she started feeling it. So I was like, well, a month later. Well, maybe it was a month from what from when we went to the gravesite. Mm. So I think that it's not from the gravesite. I think it's from the sandbag. Logically speaking, yeah. Logically, right? I think it yeah. is. There's a lot yes. of times where you like, even though you don't see it in medicine, like with an MRI, there's 
still an underlying reason. For yes. Me. Yeah. And that's what I think. And I think that she's attributing the superstition to that. But I, I, I do think that. No one it's, will know. You can't tell, though, because there's no proof of it being well, because yeah. of the sandbag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That's true. But th- some of this other crazier shit is that it makes me really think, like, man. Fuck. Get the like f- no, dude, I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck up. I'm done with this conversation. Wait, did you hear that? I'm I'm no, done. What, what did you hear that? No, what happened? No. Oh my <laughs> fuck, dude, I can't. Wait. I, holy no. shit. Wait, what no way. What happened? <laughs> dude. Wait, what happened? Did you not hear that? No, I didn't hear shit. Oh my Dude, okay, like you're, you're just talking, right? And then there's this, yeah. like, eerie, it's like such an eerie noise that just played in our headphones. And then in me your and headphones, and, dude, yeah, me it and, sounded like someone like like. Uh, all right, dude, let's add this. Wait, 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 wait. Can you explain? Can you explain it first? Oh god, dude, dude I, I want to. I think if we like play stopped. it back, we can hear it. Dude. I don't know if we could, I thought it was like something was going I know, on. Me like, and me and Oz just looked at each other like, is like, is it just my headphones? But like, we're like, dude, we fucking hear that shit. I, I took my. I, I just I didn't couldn't. Hear shit. Sorry, dude. I can't talk <laughs> about this anymore. It might man. be in the playback. Wait, what happened, <laughs> dude? All right, so wait. No, what were, happened? Dude, you were just it. talking, and there was like a sound. Like, Whoa. Yeah, it was exactly like that. And it, it sound. I, I I can't even <laughs> explain it. It sounds like that, and it sounded like I don't know. Like wait, imagine like can in you guys show you I'm a, I'm movies. Dude, yo, wait. Are you guys on Facetime right now? Yeah, but it's poor connection. Yeah, your guys' video. Yeah, poor connection. Hold but, on, I'm um. Dude, I'm freaked out, I'm, actually. I'm, I, I, I'm like thoroughly, dude, I, <laughs> yo, thoroughly spooked, actually, bro. Dude, hold on, hold on. I was, we weren't even moving. I know. We, like, nothing happened. <laughs> we looked at each other. Wait, can you like, mute? You, were, you were just talking. I was like, like whatever. I was just talking. We were just talking. Yeah. And, like, it's such an uneasy noise. Like, like. Like it wasn't a breath, for sure wasn't, it wasn't a, breath, a breath, and it wasn't. I wasn't even like, close to yeah, it. Was it like, wasn't even like we had like random like lag spike noises that we'd hear yeah, like, throughout yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but it was you not. Weren't lagging. It wasn't a lag or any of that shit. It was like Would a, it sound like like wow like that like a, like, like, like like it sounded kind of like a. I don't know, dude. It was. I, yeah, I, just I, can't I, I, it. I honestly. Yeah, you low key gave me some chills. Dude, I'm back. fucking it's, spooked. All right. It was terrifying. Like, hey, anyways, I'm dude. genuinely terrified about what I just. Wait, what, you guys, stopped. you know what? At least you guys got each other, yo. I know. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I'm <laughs> hella scared. I'm scared because that came on my end. Bro. Nah, bro. What it's on this side of the area. It's on this side of the world for sure. You didn't hear. How did you not hear it actually? I literally didn't hear shit, man. I was so confused. I was like. Wait, is this some? I thought I thought you were I thought you were reacting to what I said. No, like, okay, I let's you, pause this. All right, no, all right, let's end it here. Hey <laughs> guys, thank you for listening. We're gonna go fucking bless ourselves. We're gonna go to the fucking priest right now. But fuck, yeah. uh, yeah, thank you for shit. listening. Yeah, I'm gonna ask. We're actually about to go check and see if we can hear this on the playback. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually so curious. Thanks I'm for listening. So uh, thanks for listening to that. Holy shit. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Honestly, it was a quite a random (laughs) episode, but it was really fun. So thank you guys. Thanks. So we actually took a listen to the playback and (laughs) holy fuck. I I didn't hear that. I didn't hear what they heard when we were doing when we were currently not currently, but when we were recording. And I heard it and it is honestly pretty puzzling yeah, we don't know we so don't know eerie. 
I yeah, hate we don't it. know what, what we're trying to think about options. Think about logically, right? Logically, what the fuck it could have possibly been. And, you know, we're, I was thinking like a helicopter or maybe like a car passing by. Um, Vito, you want to talk about them like the AC unit that you're talking about? Yeah. So like outside of my like room, the walls are kind of thin and there is an AC. I think it's an AC unit, like the big fan things outside of the house. It's like a giant fan. And this mic doesn't pick that up. Because it's been going, it's been going on in other episodes, like in other episodes we've done. So I know it's not that, and I also thought it would be the air conditioning. So while it was happening, I took off one earphone, one head, one like one half of my headphone, and then it was still playing on one side, but I wasn't hearing it on the naked side. So yeah, it's it's definitely something, but we don't know what it is. But it's fucking terrifying. Yep, and yeah. uh, that's the last time I ever talk about scary things. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything like that has ever happened to me. And coincidence that we were talking on a superstitious podcast, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, Oscar and Vio think that we summoned some bad juju, <laughs> and that's what we fucked up. We fucked Dude, up. We um, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to take a listen. You just go back to that moment where all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, you guys tell us what you guys think. But thank you guys for listening, um, and we'll see you guys next time.